Hello there, and welcome to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick, and today I'm looking at Robin, Cry of the Huntress. Now, this is the third miniseries featuring Robin that I've reviewed. The last two were A Hero Reborn and The Joker is Wild. And this is the third and final one. It's written by the same team, Chuck Dixon and Tom Lyle, doing the art, and it was released in 1992. So, can the team keep up their good form with these Robin miniseries featuring Tim Drake? Can they keep it up for one more time? Let's find out. So Robin is struggling with his dad because he spends too much time with Bruce Wayne. He's also struggling with Batman since he's been told not to go out as Robin for a few days as Batman's concerned about something. But he does anyway of course in typical Robin fashion and he encounters the KG Beast whilst doing so. And he unfortunately gets into conflict with him, he's struggling but he does manage to escape with the help of the mysterious Huntress who he then soon begins to work with. He quickly figures out that she is Helena Bertinelli. School is also not going well for Tim Drake as his counsellor is questioning him about the bruises he's been getting. Obviously he can't tell her they're, they're from crime fighting so she attributes it, attributes it to abuse by Mr Wayne. Eventually his dad gives up trying to sort Tim out and decides to send him to a boarding school in Metropolis. Tim's struggling with everything going on in his personal life but as Robin, he also manages to find himself in the middle of a plot by a bunch of crazy Russians to counterfeit the newly declared European currency, the Euro. So he decides to team up with Huntress once again. They try to stop this crime. Of course, when they arrive, there's a scuffle, they get captured, there's a... F and also, Sir Edmund and Lynx arrive in an ambush trying to steal the new currency for themselves. These, of course, are characters we've seen in the previous Robin books. And they manage to escape with the new currency, killing the Russians as a result. But uh, we soon learn that Robin tampered with the cash, making it invalid. And all's well that ends well, everyone leaves safe, and Robin and Huntress now have a new crime-fighting relationship. And Tim manages to make up with his dad, who decides it's best to for them to stay together rather than go to Metropolis. Now, I thought this book gave Chuck, uh, Chuck Dixon the opportunity to write some decent uh, dialogue between Robin and Huntress. It's witty, it's entertaining, and it feels quite natural. And I liked the two of them together. Different sort of dynamic, but I liked it. Much more talkative than with Batman, for instance. Snappy, flowed nicely, and were some of the best parts of this story. The main villain, the KG Beast, unfortunately, similarly to when he was used in the past... Uh, Ten Nights of the Beast, he was a pretty basic bad guy, feels similar to any sort of henchman, a bit of a stereotype, and to make matters worse, he spoke some of the worst 
sort of broken English you can imagine. It was interesting that the KGBs remembered Robin, but uh, it was Jason, in fact, not Tim Drake. The last issue of the story ties everything up a little too neatly and quickly and very convenient for the writer, especially, for instance, the characters Lynx and Sir Edmund, who I thought would have a much larger role in this miniseries after their initial appearances. They suddenly turn up at the end and it's a bit forced it felt so it's interesting to see those characters return again they really are robin villains not batman's plus we also get more from people like ives and ariana who's introduced in this story these guys become major side characters in the robin story in the future Um, another problem was robin's reconciliation with his father which takes about one page where they each say how much they like each other and how big a mistake it was after six issues of building this tension between them it was all over in a few panels that was disappointing again the foiling of the counterfeiting and the russians was conveniently solved uh, with the simple i did something whilst the bad guys weren't looking mode which uh, tim mentions towards the end a little too easy uh, I thought Tom Lyle's artwork, as with the previous stories, was very good. It's not overly complicated, but um, it com- conveys the movement and the action very well. Uh, I liked the aspect of Tim struggling with real life. Um, it's all part of being Robin. We've seen it with the previous two, and we know that he will learn in the future. But he's struggling to balance his life, and um, it's interesting to see that play out. And I think Dixon understands why a teenager might be moody, uh, especially Robin, and, and makes the character relatable, not whiny as a teenager. And um, I, I wonder if maybe Chuck Dixon wrote Jason Todd, would things perhaps have been slightly different? I don't know, but um, you know, this is this is an interesting Robin, and it's good to, to learn all about him. And of course, we get to see more of Tim's detective skills. That's always nice. It's a strong character trait for him. And I mean, this miniseries did so well they managed they did three of them uh thanks to successful sales i presume and that went on to to form the fully monthly robin series which came out soon after with chuck dixon uh leading that as well so must have done a very good job and i'm sure we'll visit that robin monthly series in the future on bbfb so all in all pretty good job not brilliant this time round, but um the introduction of huntress helped things a bit so it's three and a half out of five batarangs Now, next time, I'm going to be looking at Batman Sword of Azrael, which depicts the origin of a new character, Jean-Paul Valley. Yes, I know there's a particular word you're thinking of when I say that name. Now, the descendants of holy warriors, Jean-Paul is forced into using his ancestral superpowers and abilities to become Azrael, the avenging angel of an ancient cult. But when the Order of St. Duma targets Batman, Azrael begins to question his life and duty. After working alongside the Dark Knight to defeat the deadly demon that threatens the ancient cult, Azrael turns his back on the Order and leaves to train under the tutelage of Batman. Now that word you must be thinking of is Nightfall, and that is soon going to be upon us as we review the very first bits of build-up to that massive story. So prepare for the Batman comic event of the 90s, which will soon be here on BBFB, and we will soon get to see Bane 
and uh, what sort of effect he could have on Batman. So look forward to that massive comic story arc starting with Batman Sword of Asriel next time. So do please join me for that one. So I've been Nick, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you for the start of Nightfall next time. Thanks for saving my bacon, Robin. Hey, no problemo, Batman.